Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I'm John Sears, and Murph, you challenged the Barnstormers to have an undefeated season. Any other bold calls? I'm Keith Murphy. Uh, yes, John, I felt Virginia could still make the finals after losing a star player. <sighs> yeah. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Alongside John Sears, I am Keith Murphy, and we're glad to have you with us here on Sound Off. This NCAA tournament is bananas. It's getting a little crazy. <laughs> Chaos. It's, it's been crazy from the jump. Man, uh, we're losing all the high seeds, which I kind of like. When, when my bracket goes haywire, I kind of root for chaos. I don't know about you. You're, you're getting chaos. This I love is it. it. Look, at the, look at the South where there's no seed higher than five going into the Sweet 16. That's never yeah. happened. Kentucky right now, the favorite to come out of the South is the five seed. That's after Calipari did all that <laughs> complaining about his bracket. The bracket's okay, I guess. Uh, that's how it goes. Well, um, you're not watching the tourney right now, right? Yeah. It's, it's time to sound off. West Virginia's got that other game all taken care of. 515-282-9010. Loyola. Returned to Chicago after winning two games in the tourney. The Missouri Valley Conference champions are headed to the Sweet 16. Clayton Custer, the former Iowa State Cyclone. You know who's not going to the Sweet 16? Wichita State and Creighton, teams that left the Valley. By the way, how ridiculous is it that Loyola, had Loyola lost the Missouri Valley Tournament championship game, the Ramblers would likely have not been invited yeah. to the big dance. Yeah, they clearly belong. You can see it. All right, let's sound off, though. 515 282 9010. This week, sporting news writer Jason Foster apologized. Foster had written a column full of incorrect assumptions based on Astro Jose Altuve's facial expressions at the White House. Foster saw a mad mugging from a guy who did not want to be there and appeared ready to punch President Trump in the back of the head. Altuve gently corrected Foster and showed this photo as proof of his posing intensity. Foster was wrong, admitted it, and said he'll learn from it. Good on him. That brings us to one of our viewers, Trisha. Trisha wrote a strong accusation on Facebook Sound Off Nation where more than 10,000 people could easily read it. We have blurred Trisha's last name and avatar to give her consideration she did not give John Sears. Quote, Someone needs to have John Sears quit covering ball games. He has zero class and zero integrity. First, he starts yelling at the refs. Someone told him that there are more teams to cover in the state than Drake and ISU. Then your classless journalist, Mr. Sears, tells him to F off. Pretty childish on Mr. Sears' part. We responded, 
you clearly have John Sears confused with someone else. He has never yelled at a ref, and he certainly did not tell anyone in public to F off. Please figure out who you actually saw do that and remove the slanderous accusation toward John. Trisha responds, there was no mistake. Quite a few people witnessed it. Where and when? There is no way it was John Sears. Trisha answers, at the MVC championship game, March 11th. One problem, John was not there. He was here, anchoring. So did Trisha apologize to John and his family? No, not even privately. Did she acknowledge her mistake? No. Did she learn a lesson? I sure hope so, but doubt it. Trisha deleted the thread. Teddy Wayne writes that social media normalized casual cruelty. Three in four people think it makes us ruder. Trisha's casual cruelty reminds me of a lighter story from the 90s, a Motley Crue concert at C.Y. Stevens and Ames. As legend has it, there was a huge line to use the men's bathroom. As the story goes, I just cut to the front of the line, climbed up on the counter, and peed in the sink. <laughs> I've been asked about this party move many times over many years. One problem, I wasn't there, did not go to the concert. Four years ago, I finally did see Motley Crue in concert, but nothing embarrassing happened unless you count how into the crew my wife was. And that picture there, Jenny loves the crew. Loves the crew. Loves the crew. All right, Keith. Another season of college wrestling is in the books. And if you judge a program on expectations, you might say it was another down year for Iowa. Now, that might sound odd because the Hawkeyes finished third at the NCAA tournament. 99% of the wrestling programs in the country would gladly take a third place finish. Just ask Iowa State or even a much improved UNI squad that finished 24th. The Hawkeyes have not won a national championship since 2010, eight years. That's a big drought for Iowa. Hawkeye wrestling is used to winning, used to crowning multiple national champs every year. Penn State is the new Iowa. Cale Sanderson has led the Nittany Lions to seven titles in the last eight years. On Saturday, Penn State crowned four individual champs. To put that in perspective, Iowa has just five individual champs in the last eight years. Since winning in 2010, Tom Brands and the Hawkeyes have finished third, fourth, fifth, second, fourth, fourth, third, and third. Pretty good, unless you're Iowa. Power has clearly shifted out east, and it doesn't look to be coming back to the Midwest anytime soon. Imagine if Spencer Lee had redshirted. Speaking of Lee, he's the real deal and a real threat to win four NCAA titles. The problem is Iowa needs three to four more Lees to even challenge Penn State. Five weight classes for the Hawkeyes were left off the podium, didn't place at all. Other than Lee, no other Hawkeye finished in the top three. I've heard people ask if Tom Brands should be on the hot seat. The answer is a resounding no. Who would you replace him with? Seriously, no one hates losing more than Brands. I can guarantee you that. The Hawkeyes will be a top five team again next year, but unless a team title is won, neither the wrestlers, fans, or brands will be satisfied. 
And we don't want to lose Tom Brand's comments. No. I mean, the interviews with Tom Brands are, are fantastic. Just classic. But you're right. And Penn State is throwing everything at wrestling. They have a budget that no one can match. I mean, yeah. they're all in, and Kale is obviously a great coach. Iowa is making some upgrades, I believe, to their wrestling room and, and the, because they see what's going on mm -hmm. out, at, out east. But right now, the gap between Penn State and Iowa is huge. They had 141.5 points. Iowa had 97. That's 44.5 points, and Iowa finished third behind Penn State. That's a huge gap. So it's not just like, hey, Penn State won by eight points. I mean, it's an enormous gap right now. Spencer Lee is a star. You oh, could, he's, you could yeah. see it from the start. Uh, he's a star in interviews. He's a star with his approach. His teammates obviously love him. Other wrestlers respect him, and the crowd responds to him. So this is going to be fun to watch Spencer Lee for the next three he years. He could easily be an Olympian in, in the next four or five years. And the great thing is, he came out to the Pokemon theme song. He, he grew up in Pennsylvania. That is great, the Pokemon theme song. But he grew up in Pennsylvania. How did he get away from Penn State? Imagine if he was on Penn State. Oh, How man. good would they be then? Grew up a Hawkeye fan, so man, that, that helped Hawkeyes. out. Uh, Dodger Denny in Fort Dodge. Murph and Colfax get to you in a minute, but time for lookalikes with a local connection. The tiny ref judges hunk a hawk at the Waveland. And the Waveland has made some news lately, right? Hunka uh, yes. at the Waveland says MSNBC host Chris Hayes looks like WHO late legend Jim Zobel, tiny ref. I love it, I love it, I love it. <laughs> I love it too. That's pretty good. That is good right there. Nicely done, tiny ref. Andy Schaefer says ESPN basketball broadcaster and future Georgia coach, right? Is yeah. Tom Crane yeah. taking the Georgia, Georgia. job? Looks like a Tom was Tom Arnold, tiny ref. That's really good. Wouldn't have thought that, but yeah, seeing the photos, here's Andy. Let me ask you something, guys. What's bugging baseball fans? Well, the answer is something always. Here's who needs to stop listening. It's What's Bugging Andy next. Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. Troy writes, not impressed with CBS and partners showing kids crying on TV after emotional tourney losses. I've noticed that the, uh, the cameras, if, if a the lot, kid's yeah. laying on the ground, they'll run up with that camera right in his face as he's sitting there crying. They, they get in there really quickly. Yeah, kids are resilient. They'll, they'll be okay, back. but yeah, don't, don't, you don't need to hang You don't need to be that close to him. Right? You can show yeah. it, but you don't need to be right in their face. No, I agree. Matt writes, one of the all-time great seasons for a Hawkeye. Congrats, Megan, and the rest of the team. Disappointing loss, but you all have a bright future. Go Hawks. Talking about the Iowa women, they, of course, lost to Creighton in the first round of the NCAA tournament. There's several tweets here tonight saying uh, the USA sled hockey team won gold um, at the Paralympics, and they'd like for there to be a shout-out, so okay. there you have it. Way to go. Um, Minor League Baseball announced three rule changes, all designed to improve pace of play. And it's not the rule changes that are bugging Andy. Major League Baseball is back to tinkering again. It keeps trying to take a sport that was invented by great-grandparents and make it appealing to great-grandchildren. An outhouse with Wi-Fi. It's a little like that. Making a game that involves a ton of standing and waiting appeal to an America that doesn't want to wait for anything is an uphill battle. So we need to cut Major League Baseball some slack. But while we need to be patient with Major League Baseball, I'm telling you that Major League Baseball shouldn't be so patient with us. In fact, 
Baseball needs to come to grips with the fact that their die-hard fans are just never going to be happy, ever, and never have been. They're going to groan and push back at every new idea and trend that comes to the game. So if you want to make a change, just do it. And don't worry about pleasing the fans because you will never please us, ever. We wanted the All-Star game to mean something, but then it meant too much. We want offense, but not Coors Field. We raise hell over bad calls, but then say instant replay removes the human element from the game. We rip the DH, interleague play, ballparks that are too boring, and ballparks that are too creative. No matter what change they make, purists are going to hate it, so don't bother considering us at all. For God's sakes, don't ask us for ideas. We can't decide on anything anymore. Just check the line at that choose your own soft drink machine. We take forever before finally settling on a pineapple chocolate diet, Mr. Pibb, and then dump out the whole thing when we realize it tastes terrible. Do you think that the games are too long, MLB? Well, then do what you think is best. I mean, you're the dad, and we're the minivan full of kids who want ice cream. Roll through McDonald's for vanilla cones and everyone's happy. Take them to Orange Leaf and you're in for a nightmare. Just post your changes and don't leave room for a comment section. It'll be better for everyone in the long run. I'm Andy Fails. That's what's bugging me. Thank you, Andy. Hope you had a happy St. Patrick's Day. I did. No green beer at Cooney's, but I can confirm they have Guinness. Uh, I, dig- I digress. St. Pat's. Uh, it's a St. Pat's Who's in Your Five next on Sound Off. Like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation. You don't have to write anything about John Sears. Lori writes, uh, this cyclone Oh, you can if it's good. If it's good, please do. He could use it about now. This Cyclone fan is cheering for Loyola. Nice to see Clayton Custer having a great tournament. Wish ISU could have found a way to keep him on the team. Could really have used his talents this season. Go Ramblers. Mike writes, third place is not acceptable for an Iowa wrestling team. Ask the coach or any knowledgeable wrestling fan. Like us on Facebook if you want. Who's in your five? In honor of St. Patrick's Day, some favorite Patricks at at number five, uh, Patrick Stewart. Oh, he's a good one. Yeah, at number four, Patrick Kane. Uh, You forgot about... um... I I, I had forgotten about that. Charges were dropped over. Let's move quickly past that. At number three, Patrick Warburton. (laughs) You know who that is? Seinfeld. That's Putty. That's Putty, yeah. That's Uh... Putty. Putty's funny. Uh, (laughs) Number two... Patrick Ewing. Oh, man, great player. Man, could he sweat. And, and, <laughs> and number one, of course, the great Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse. All right, to live calls here. Let's get it going with Dodger Denny. Uh, Dodger Denny is in Fort Dodge, and he's not talking about the Cyclones for a change. Dodger Denny, what's up? Hey, guys. Um, the reason I call is I wanted to see the, you know, the Iowa women and the Drake women on ESPN. But do you know what they did? What'd they do? Well, they must have had another game on top of that. And uh, when it was time to watch the game, they must have played the whole first half and 
we missed out on the first half of both games, Iowa and the Drake game. I think that's stupid. Uh, that is bad. I did not have that problem. Are you on? You must have satellite. Is that what you're on? Dish or I got, I got Drake. Yeah, if, yeah. If, if you have Mediacom, you had no problem watching because it's it's local. But right. uh, if you have uh, a dish, they they do the flip around thing. Yeah. ESPN does, so you might have only caught bits and pieces of because they don't they don't televise every game from start to finish. That is annoying. Though. Yeah. Um, I Thanks. thought the Iowa women would win. Uh, they I did. Too, yeah. uh, they're too much of a, a one person team here. She was great again, Megan yeah. Gustafson. And Drake played, I thought, about as well as, as Drake could play. Yeah. Just Texas A&M was taller and more athletic. But both these teams return their starters. Yeah. With maybe one exception for Iowa. Drake only lost by 13 on a true road game against the four seed. That's, that's a really good showing for Drake. Both of these teams could be top 25 next year. Both return a lot. Vikings fans, Kurt. Cousins is here to bring you that elusive Super Bowl title. Get ready. Cousins is part of Faceoff when Sound Off returns live. You can email the show. That's now considered old-fashioned. Sound off at whotv.com. Hey, bracket guy, no one cares about your almost perfect bracket. We get it. You have no idea about basketball, yet you picked a lot of upsets for fun and are now in first place in your church pool. <laughs> Norman Clarion. <laughs> oh, man, that's probably a good pool, a church pool. All right. Time to bounce around more topics we call it face-off. Nebraska football coach Scott Frost told reporters this week that his coaching centers around not yelling or cussing at players. Frost doesn't want his players playing with a fear of failure. I like the approach, but also know some players need to be yelled at to give max effort. I really respect Frost's idea here, but it is not one size fits all. I had a football coach who yelled and cursed, but we knew he loved us and we loved him. I also had a basketball coach who never yelled, never used profanity and quoted Bible scripture. He was mean and we were all miserable. Different levels for all coaches. Kirk Cousins is the highest paid player in NFL history. Three years, $84 million with the Vikings, all guaranteed. Guaranteed. If I'm a Vikings fan, I love the deal. Go for it. Keenum, Bridgewater, Bradford, we're never going to deliver a Super Bowl. Cousins is an upgrade. I agree. If you're the Vikings, you have everything else you need, so be aggressive. Why not? But a reminder, how many playoff games has Kirk Cousins won? Uh, zero? Zero. Yeah. All right. All of our D1 basketball teams are done. But we still have some lower-level teams alive. Monday night, William Penn and Graceland both play in the NAIA Final Four. If both win, they'll meet for the championship. That would be fantastic. I know these teams and their fans often feel overlooked, and we understand why. Best of luck to the Statesmen and the Yellow Jackets. As Sandy said, as Sandy, Sandy. <laughs> is, is, that, is that Andy's I new name, I combined, combined as an Andy. As Andy said, <laughs> new rules in minor league baseball in hopes of speeding up the game, the biggest being a runner will start on second base in extra innings. There's also a shorter pitch clock and fewer mound visits. Baseball purists will hate it, but I don't mind the changes. Most fans likely won't even notice them. The biggest change is one I doubt you'll ever see at the major league level. That's the runner placed at second. That's to protect young arms and to get people home at a reasonable hour. It's okay. Yeah. Over under, holidays, overrated, 
Valentine's Day. Just look at that couple. They look they miserable. They look miserable. That, uh, that was taken on Valentine's Day? That yeah, just yeah, looks miserable. That was. That's uh, that's not a stock photo. That's no. um, an investigative report. Underrated St. Patrick's Day. Look at that. It's nice. It's Where did they f – why are we using that photo? Couldn't we find a better photo? I, seen that. I thought that was a nice photo. Nice picture. A wrinkle across the face. It probably could be a better one. All right. Um, let's get to uh, the 60-second sound. I'll get one thought from each of you. We'll get it started with uh, – oh. oh, hold up. Yes, tiny ref. <coughs> one minute. One minute. Let's keep it tight. <coughs> Choking like the one seeds in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> is that what that is? I thought maybe he took up smoking. <laughs> uh, Randy in West Des Moines. Hi, Randy. Hey, how you doing? Good. I don't know if it's about you, but this is like the best tournament anybody in my I've ever seen in my entire life. I think Love it's been it. great. It's great. Yeah, I, thank you, Randy. I, Love I think the it, upsets, yeah. I, I think it's been great. And, yeah. and going into it, I was really down because we didn't have any local rooting interest. But, hey, Sister Jean and stories like Loyola, it, it really has been great theater. And it's not just upsets. It's buzzer-beating upsets. Oh. You, the buzzer-beaters are what you want. You don't want, like, an 80-60 to 60 win. Sure, that's good for a lower seed, but you want the buzzer-beaters. Jerry is in Marshalltown. Hi, Jerry. Hey, uh... I would just like to comment saying that they should cut down on the timeouts that the college players get. Amen. Because, because they're getting extra timeouts when they're reviewing things. They're getting nine or ten timeouts a game. It, it's making yeah. the last two minutes, last 20 minutes. You're right. Good call. Thank that. you for calling. Uh, Murph is in Colfax with the final word here, and he's going baseball. Hi, Murph. Yeah, I'm going baseball. Cubs in the World Series, and they'll win it, hopefully. Cubs in the World Series, they just won it two years ago, so they can win yep. it again. And Murph called yep. it. Yeah. You, you? No, the other Murph. Murph. Murph and Colfax. Murph called it. Way to go, Murph and Colfax. Hey, that'll do it for us. We are back next week. We hope you are, too. We'll leave you with the sound-off send-off. The wave makes it to jeopardy. A new tradition in 2017. At the end of the first quarter, Hawkeye fans at this university turn and wave at children's hospital patients. Peter? What is the University of Iowa? That's it. Sports 400. That was cool. The wave has it's taken gone over from that. Remember the first game when we weren't even sure how it was going to. Uh, you don't know how it's going to, how the fans are going to respond yeah, or, to a social media, you know, thing. You know, you just don't know. And I've talked to to so many families who have said what this means to those kids in those rooms. This is it, it's it's the best thing going. Absolutely love it. It is, and, and when you put it in perspective with what football means and what the kids have been going through, it makes football Saturdays a lot of fun in Iowa City. There it is. All right. Good night, everybody.